Welcome to Juggling with Flowers podcast. I am Mike. And I'm Lori of Ava Flora. Ava Flora is a full-service boutique florist located in the historical town of Cold Spring Harbor, New York. We specialize in creating refined, garden-inspired floral designs for gift orders, weddings, and events. On the podcast, you will hear what goes on behind the scenes at Ava Flora, interviews with guests within the wedding industry, Q&As, and the journey of a husband and wife-owned flower shop. Thank you for taking the time to listen, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Juggling with Flowers podcast. This is episode number 14. We are back, as promised, one week ago. <laughs> not two months <laughs> Not two months later. Yeah. So a couple things. Uh, we did get some feedback from our last episode, which was really nice. And they brought up something that I was thinking about. This is a florist, right? A florist. Yeah. It's just funny how the universe works sometimes. But um, I feel like we were lacking on solutions to issues we were bringing up. We never really got deep enough into it. Uh, So today we're going to talk about pricing, something that we wanted to discuss for a while. And it's a, a problem that we're asked quite often about how, how to make profit or just not making enough money on what people are doing in the industry. So here we go. Yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely a very um, big issue in the industry right now. So we wanted to open up the conversation and talk about it because it's just really funny how it just, we don't even really have to look for these, um, stories that come up or conversations that we have with other uh, people in the industry you know we could just be having a random conversation which actually this happens during our the wedding that we had over the weekends we were talking with another vendor that was on site and they happened to have a friend that was a florist and that i it sounded like somebody that was just starting out and really just had no knowledge of how to price anything and (laughs) he I think it's cool how open he was with the information because we were really getting an earful uh, about um, this florist's experience with starting their own business and how they're just really, they just really have no clue how to price out um, designs for clients. And paying hundreds of dollars out of her pocket to fulfill whatever it is that she needs. Right, whether it's because they're trying to just make the designs fuller to impress or if they really are just had no idea how many stems of flowers they needed to create a certain design. So, so anyway, this is we, this is why we wanted to bring it up. I mean, we get DMs from florists on Instagram and emails. You know, it's definitely a big struggle, and I can totally relate to this because I know what it's like to to be new in the industry, starting out on your own, and it's hard to when you don't really have the portfolio to back up your your expertise or your talents or you're just really don't have the confidence to tell a client well this is what it's going to cost realistically this is what it's going to cost you which means you're making x amount of profit on that and so there is an industry standard and it's not a secret it's it's anywhere from three to four time markup on the flowers but then there's also your labor that's involved with that as well. So charging for your time that it takes to 
you know, offer a breakdown service for rental items or to travel out of state, you know, what, whatever, it, or just to, you know, if you need a huge team because you have a huge job, charging for that labor, charging for the, the hourly rates that you need to pay five, three, five freelancers for. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, just, there's so much more to it than just marking up the flowers. So, but I think that's a good place to start, at least. So we just wanted to open up this conversation and offer a few quick, what we hope would be solutions or just helpful tips to, um, to help somebody that's struggling make a change today. Yeah, and it's, it's a touchy subject. It's hard to bring up. It's hard to discuss with clients and it's scary to try to offer whatever it is that you think you're worth. And um, I don't know. Like it really ties into last week's podcast too. Mm-hmm. Like you know, people see all these images, and th- there's another side to that, right? Right. Yeah, especially clients. You know, we could we could easily post a picture of a centerpiece that you know would cost two hundred dollars, but a client looking at that has no idea what that means. You know, they wouldn't. I don't know if they'd necessarily be able to tell the difference between that and a one hundred dollar centerpiece. But I think it's our responsibility as the business owner to be you know as transparent as possible with the client and i think that if you're starting out if you're really ambitious about starting your own business you know even if you've just taken a few design classes but you you're not really sure how to price and where to get started with that the very first thing you should do is get your tax id number from your from the state that you're located in and set up a wholesale account with your local supplier and then you can start getting familiar with the prices of certain flowers and then experiment at home. You know, I think it's you can easily talk about numbers with a client, but if you don't have some sort of visual to present with the numbers, it, the conversation isn't going to be productive. So I think that if you were to start out, go to the go to your local wholesaler supplier buy some flowers and experiment with creating centerpieces for your own portfolio. Even if you're just doing this at home, taking simple iPhone photo shots. I mean, it doesn't have to be a costly investment. It's just, I mean, it is an investment, but it doesn't have to be something that costs you a lot. And just make two different size centerpieces to start off with so that you have two options to show potential clients that are inquiring for your services. And you can keep them in the same color palette and then it gives you practice in understanding how many stems of a center, stems, flower stems you would need to create a small centerpiece and then a large centerpiece. And then you're, you're leaving the decision up to the client mm-hmm. and choosing what they want. But I think it's, it's important to, to take the responsibility to educate yourself. Yeah. And don't say, well, the centerpiece, the centerpiece costs 75 and then $75 and then go out and spend $75 on flowers because that's not a business. That's You're not, not making money. At best, it's a side hobby. And if that's something you want to do, that's fine. But it's really just not helping the industry as a whole. Right. And you get to build a relationship with the supplier. And this, they'll tell you the prices, the quality of the product, what's coming in season, what's going out of season. So you can have so much knowledge. And right. Lori brought up a lot of good points there. Um, a lot of it really boils down to experience. Right, you learn by doing it, and I think we've said that before on, on the podcast. Yeah, and by knowing 
what your prices are going to be, you're going to sound much more confident on the phone with the client, which goes a really long way because you're going to you're going to sound competent, like you know what you're doing, you know what you're talking about, and, and it's going to take stress off you because you're not going to have to think about it. You're going to know somebody wants a hundred dollar selling piece, you're going to know how much you're going to need to spend on it. And not that well, not that they need to tell the client that. No, but at least no, on but your in, end. yeah, in your yeah. head, you're going to know. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. You 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 got this, and to. You might not want to start start out with three and a half times. You could start out with two, two and a half times in the beginning to build your brand, build your trust, build your aesthetic, and, and go from there. And, and year after year, it could slowly, you know. Yeah, set set a up. yearly goal for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like every year, try to raise your 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 um, either your prices or your um, your markup. Right, but it it really is. It's experience. You, you really have to. You really have to know what you're looking at. Yeah, and I think certain things like centerpieces and bridal bouquet, bridesmaids. I mean, especially for us, we kind of have our set prices that are based off of our own experience in working with the flowers that we like to work with, and what we need to properly create a, the you know consistent design aesthetic that we specialize in. So unless somebody wants something different, something bigger or smaller, then of course the price would reflect that request. And then the photos that we, you know, we'd also include photos to convey, to further convey what that would look like. So we're not going to show a client, charge them $35 for a bouquet and then show them a picture of one of our $100 bouquets. Like it's just, that, that just goes back to being, you know, responsible on your end as a business owner. And if it's something that, you know, we, one thing that we do get asked a lot is questions about our installations, how we price for installations. And that's really difficult because I feel like installations are so custom to the space that they're in. And we have like a starting price point for installations just because we've gone through it a few times there. They're very labor intensive. And for the most part, you know, especially if it's something hanging, you, you definitely need a decent amount of products and so we kind of have a, a starting point and then we work from there but we make sure that that is always communicated to the client well this is what a, a you know a two thousand dollar hanging installation looks like and this is what a five thousand dollar insulation looks like so that they know the difference and then they can make the decision um, so so yeah I think when it comes to installations it's it's definitely something that you need to take time to do research on. So if you're having a phone uh, phone conversation or even an in-person meeting, I'm sorry, in-person meeting with a client, I would, if it's something you don't know, if you're not sure of something you've never done before, I never say, I don't know. Like if they ask you, how much does that cost? I never say, I don't know. I just say, you know what, I'm not sure. Let me take the time to do my research and I'll get back to you with an accurate price. And I think just a simple sentence like that just gives the client even if you're not feeling confident in that moment, it gives them the confidence that you're going to do the right thing and invest the time in getting the accurate quote for them instead of just throwing out a number, you know, where yeah. it's not it's not fair to you or the client. Right. Yeah, and again, we we spoke about how the design part is such a small part of the business, and this is what this is part of the, what we were talking about. It, it, it takes a lot of homework and a lot of research to, to find the vase source, the flower source, um, 
finding a crew and hang, hanging um, materials for hanging insulations or arch materials, like all this stuff you, you have to research and you have to know your prices. Right. And, you know, I think, you know, we draw, you know, I, I like to draw sketches. I mean, I think another way to kind of plan out a hanging installation is to use tape on the floor and map out, a, you know, if it's a, say you plan on creating a six, a, a hanging wreath that's six feet in diameter, tape out, you know, measure a six foot wreath and kind of estimate, well, if you're working with eucalyptus, how many bunches of eucalyptus would it take to fill this wreath up? And, and just start with there, just focus on one aspect at a time. Focus on the foliage, then focus on the flowers and kind of just do your best to estimate and then give yourself a little cushion room. So if you're estimating you need 12 bunches of eucalyptus, uh, budget for 15 or, or more, you know, because I feel like you can never have, you can always add more to something like a hanging insulation, you know, and, and three bunches of eucalyptus is not something that's going to drastically change the budget for the client, mm -hmm. you know? So it's not, it's definitely not easy to do. And, you know, we, we still get asked to create designs that we have not done before, but I think that you just have to sit down and take the time and do the best you can and just do the research and try to map it out. Right. Yeah. So, and the more, and like we said earlier, the more you do, the more, the more you'll learn. That's just, I think, part of the gig. And that's why this job is so hard because everything is so customizable. So there isn't a set way to to create a hanging wreath or to create a centerpiece or to make a bouquet. I mean, there's so many different recipe combinations and different design styles. That's why it's it can easily be very complicated and there really isn't like a set a set approach to it all. No, everybody has their own way. Yeah. You're most likely going to figure it out along the way, but you really should understand like what it what it's going to take. Right. And, and that budget, you have to have that budget in mind constantly. It's very important. Yeah, and don't be afraid, especially if you know something is going to be um, very labor intensive and and. You know, if, if a client is showing you a picture of an arch that's fully covered and has tons of flowers, I mean, you have to get back to them with confidence and say, this is what it's going to cost. If that's not a price point you're comfortable with, we can talk about something that costs less and look for inspiration that would reflect that. So I think sometimes, you know, clients will show us photos that either, you know, whether they don't work in their budget or they just don't have a clue on what something like that would cost. I think it's our job to just try to work with them the best we can and to just try to educate them as well. Especially if it's if it's a couple that's planning planning their first wedding. I mean, I don't think it's realistic of us to expect them to know what things cost. Yep. So don't be offended if somebody is showing you something that you know doesn't work within their budget. I just think that it's that's when it's your t chance to step in and just. Um, you know, try to serve them the best you can yeah. and explain that there are options. Right. And having the market knowledge with the prices is, is it's just going to make both parties life so much easier because you're going to know how to scale it back or scale it up, whatever needs to be done. You'll know it just it's going to it's going to become just easy to you. Right. I mean, I remember my, my first wedding that 
I got through a friend of a friend's and I was so excited. This was before I opened the store, but I, I think their budget was like $900. <laughs> and I definitely spent probably about $900 because, not because I didn't know what to charge, but because I just, I think I was afraid to tell them. And I also just wanted to have something in my portfolio. So it was, it was a conscious decision on my part, but I never did it again after that because once I did my first wedding on my own, I realized, okay, this is a lot of work. I need to make money next time because or else it's just not worth it to me. Even though I love flowers so much and I love, I love creating so much, if I'm not being compensated for my time, it, it's not worth it. It's not. No. And then the longer that you're in the industry and the long, the more you do that, then you just, I, I think, tend to become jaded and unhappy. And yeah. it's not, you know, your creative passions are no longer being fulfilled because yeah. you're not being valued or, or appreciated. And it's harder for a lot of established florists to charge accordingly because so many people are undercutting, right. not, not turning profit or losing money. And really putting a damper on on the industry yeah it's bringing down the, the value of floristry as an art mm -hmm. you know and, and it is an art it should be treated as such and when there are so many companies and designers out there that are charging costs or even less than costs and then there are companies out there reputable companies that have the experience that are you know charging what they charge and that's why there's just so much confusion too, I think, for couples that are planning their wedding because the prices are all over the place. They really are. Yeah. That's hard, it's hard to sell. Yeah, it's but good. also with that said, that's why I'm super, going back to being just super uh, transparent with clients, you know, really explaining, like this is what a $1,000 arch is going to cost, this is what a $2,000 arch, $2, arch is going to cost, and and so on, you know, I. I think that um, you know everybody. There, not everybody has to design arches at that price point. I mean, you can design an arch for five hundred dollars, but then um, you know make sure you're being clear about what that is, what what that's going to consist of. Something very simple, you know, minimal flowers, um, a very simple structure that doesn't cost you a lot of money. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, I hope we didn't make it more complicated. <laughs> It's just a very, uh, it's a very hard topic. It is. I, I feel like I could talk about this for hours. Because there's so many levels to it. There's so many levels to it. And also, like, you know, not every company has to be the same. So what we do is very, very, I think, specialized. It's not, mm -hmm. we're not appealing to the masses. We're, we're appealing to a very small niche of clientele that are looking for something different. You know, they're looking for something um artistic and sophisticated and it's more personal it's more and yes yeah, so we're very involved right we're very hands-on uh, we're we're on site for most of our weddings so we're not taking on you, you know we're only taking on a certain amount of weddings per weekends no more than three we usually like to keep it at two the most so our company is structured a certain way because of what makes us happy work-wise and how we would want to be treated as a client but then there are companies that, you know, are, you know, big production companies and they have hundreds of weddings a year and they're making rose and hydrangea centerpieces all day long. And that's OK. You know, I don't think there's when it comes to that 
part of it that there's like a right or wrong when it comes to the design but i think that there is a right or wrong when it comes to pricing yeah, yeah exactly they, they appeal to the masses there's probably not much conversation back and forth with the clients we're very involved with our clients there's a we put a lot of time and effort and we you know as a business we feel we should, we should be compensated for that right Right? right, and you can't be afraid to like when you walk into Starbucks and you spend five six bucks for a. I mean, I don't really like analogies that much, but five six bucks for a coffee, they're making a lot of profit on that. That's a huge markup or a pizza pie. They don't feel guilty. It's a business, and it is what it is, and that's what the market's willing to spend on it. Um, why don't Why don't you like an, uh, analogies? I don't know. I feel like I use them all the time. I don't know. You probably. I didn't know you didn't like them. You probably it's not very. Pers- me. It's not very persuasive. It's not persuasive. No. Okay, so my my analogy that I always refer to, Mike's gonna get annoyed at me. So I feel like, like when you buy a car, when you buy a luxury car, when you walk into a BMW dealership and you want to buy the top model, uh, you know whatever that includes, you know everything, and then going to maybe like a Toyota or a Honda dealership. Not that there's anything wrong with Toyota or Honda. Um, you know, Mike drives a Honda. <laughs> it's just that there's a difference in the level of service and the product, the actual product and what is offered. Totally different experience. Like Toyota or Honda doesn't have to sell. Right. It sells themselves. Because they're appealing to the masses. Right. BMW is a totally different experience. BMW is it's a, it's a luxury a, specialty. Right. It's a niche. Right, a niche car. Maybe not so much now because it's so easy to lease cars, but it's pretty niche. I mean, not everybody wants to drive a BMW right. or has the means to drive it. Right. But anybody could drive a Toyota or Honda, you know, pretty much. And, and I think that goes for, for, for all different types of business mm-hmm. businesses, restaurants, um, fashion. You know, it's, it, I don't know. So I think that it's, it's good to kind of be, to, to have an idea of what, what business you want to create for yourself and who it is that you are you marketing to, to. You have to know your market. Yeah. It's so important because pricing market-wise, it's, it's so much. Because you could charge so much, well, not so much less, but you could charge less for like you know mass production because you have so much volume. Because this florist, we have florist friends who do three, two to three times more weddings than we do. Mm-hmm. But... They're not as personal. They, they don't get as not personal. As not as detailed. Yeah. And, yeah. So you have to price accordingly to your market and to your style. Yeah. So I don't know. I hope that was a little bit helpful. But we're actually in the process of working on some projects that we hope will will continue this conversation and further help uh, creatives in the industry. So um, we will be announcing that early fall, hopefully. Fingers Very, crossed. Which is kind of soon if you think about it. Tomorrow's August 1st, so. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, it's hopefully a month or, yeah. within the month. Yeah, a month or hopefully. maybe two tops. So anyway, so um, we'll, got, we'll let you guys know when these projects are ready. And yeah, we're super excited about it. Yeah, so just to recap some solutions, because I really feel like we were lacking on solutions is one to really do your homework with prices right right you know supplier they have the prices on the site right most suppliers like if you if they have a website that you 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 know you create an account with them and then you can easily just log on to their website and 
you really get a feel for what prices are. So it's you know taking that step to get your tax ID number and creating that account and start getting yourself familiar with um, the product that they offer and then also what the mm -hmm. pricing looks like. And also setting accounts with hard goods, vases, candles, votives, right? Yeah, uh, wreath bases. Yeah, or all, all any kind of supplies. And all that the you prices need. are there. Mm -hmm. And you know just simply look at it and go in your calculator and times whatever the price is by two to four <laughs> times more and that's what you're gonna charge them right right I mm -hmm. mean it's, it's it's pretty simple stuff but it's really important because that person we spoke to at the wedding last weekend showed us this a picture of this centerpiece that this florist designed and asked us how, how much we would charge for it and we gave him a rough, a rough estimate of like 75 or 100 bucks, whatever. And the guy told us that they only charge 25. And we know from that, experience that mm -hmm. the base of alone was $25. Yeah, that would be that she's basically charged. This person was basically charging the cost. Well, kind of lost money because I don't right. think that, you know, we're close. Yeah. But, you know, you really have to pay prices. Mm hmm. And just use a calculator and just times everything up. Use a calculator like me. Yeah. If you're a math <laughs> wizard, which we're not. But, but yeah, I mean, so, so. Yeah, so get accounts with floral wholesalers, hard good wholesalers. What else? Um, and just start experimenting in your home. You know, just yeah, like order of the flower. Yeah, so put in your head like this client wants a hundred dollar centerpiece. I need to spend half that on flowers with with the vessel. Yeah, you have to you have, you have to include the vessel. Unless you're renting the vessel out, you should be at least charging right. costs for that. Mm -hmm. um, if you're yeah. if it's something you're not keeping, you should be marking up your vessel as well. Right. So, so I hope this helped. Yeah. And I hope we get more feedback. Yeah. yeah. Feedback was nice last week. Yeah, definitely send us messages, um, sharing your own experiences or any questions that you have, because um, we, we really love to hear the struggles. Um, you, well, I shouldn't say that. They're, they're heartbreaking to hear, but we love to hear the feedback and so that we can take that information and then try to you know, help you guys out. Or other solutions. We're always open to. Yeah, that's true. Other solutions. We love yeah. solutions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If, if there are other ways that you price, or you know, ways that you have found successful, um, definitely let us know. Yeah. Ways. Yeah. Whatever you have. Um. So what else? I don't know. I think that's it. Yeah. So our next wedding is two weeks. I think two weeks. Two yeah. Weeks. We have a we have a couple weeks off this month. Which is nice. We're going to do some traveling, spend time with family, and just take Jake on vacation. Yeah, we can take Jake on a on a road trip, and yeah, just take some time off because once September hits, that's when that's like our craziest month of the year. Every year, it's the same thing. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, just gonna have it's it's gonna be nice to have a little break before that before that happens. I agree. The September storm. I agree. All right, guys. So yeah, we hope this was helpful yeah and um, please give us feedback and please rate and review the podcast 
Leave us a review. Nobody does that. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we'd appreciate it if you guys could take two minutes out of your day and do that. So that's it. Yeah, that's it. All, All right, right guys. guys. Thanks Thank for you. listening.